Welcome back to another episode of Courtside Talk, and we have the Kia MVP ladder week number 12, and there's been a lot of movement this week. Um, me and Matt kind of just looked over it, and we really weren't agreeing with it, so we're going to break it down for you guys. Make sure you guys follow if you guys are on Spotify or subscribe to the channel if you guys are on YouTube. Uh, it's my co-host, Matt, and we got Giannis at number one, Matt. Um, I don't agree. With, I mean, I don't hate it, but I don't agree with it. I'll let you start it off with Giannis at number one. Tell me how you feel. Yo, what's up, gang? Welcome to Courtside Talk. And the MVP rankings this week are really, really juiced up. So we're going to speak about it. We're going to start at number one with Giannis. And you know what? I like it. He was number five last week. I know he jumped to number one. But when you play a certain way on Christmas Day, like, you, sh- he showed that he was the best player in the league at the time. Like, he makes winning plays. I'm okay with it. Is it sustainable? I don't know. For me, personally, I would put Kevin Durant at number one, uh, but I can't like I can't deny what Giannis has been doing uh, when he's been healthy. I think the story behind his MVP race is just he hasn't been on the court as much to showcase it as much as some of the other names. What do you think? Yeah, he's been going off. I think the reason why he's there is because um, Durant missed three games because of health and safety protocols. And Steph Curry has not been shooting the ball well at all. Um, he's, you know, that game against Denver, like he, that they lost. Like Curry's kind of been like, well, he's been playing so well up until now that like we just expect so much from him. So when he has a couple off games, you know, they crucify him for it. Um, I would still have KD one, Giannis two, but for this week, I mean, it, I guess it's okay because KD didn't play and Steph didn't shoot that well. Um, I just feel like they kind of already forgot about what those two have done from the beginning of season up until now, respectively. They both, like Warriors and Brooklyn, have the best two, you know, records in the conference. So I would still have KD at number one. I think KD will re-leapfrog and go back to number one next week. But listen, Giannis deserves to be in the conversation. Um, I'm not mad at him for number one this week. I just think that KD should still be there for how well he was playing before. So I would definitely keep... um, KD one, Steph two, Giannis three, or Steph. Nice. Right. That's that's what I would probably do. Nice. Um, I like that. Take it away with number two, Kevin Durant. On to KD, man. Leading the league in scoring, practically thirty points a game, eight rebounds, and six assists. Right. Giannis's numbers are very good as well, bro. Giannis is averaging twenty-seven point six, eleven and a half rebounds, and six assists, basically. Um, but KD's doing it very efficiently. I think the other thing that hurt KD's stock the other night, they did lose that game to uh, Philly. And Joel Embiid is an animal, best center in the NBA. I will quote that again. Um, but yeah, so I think that kind of game kind of hurt his, um, you know, his kind of stock as well because they should have won that game. They were favorites to win that game. Um, Brooklyn's just been playing so well outside of that between him and Harden that they deserve to be there. But don't sleep on KD. I think he's going to be back at number one in the next week or two. So um, I'm cool with him at number two, but I personally think he should be at number one. I don't think that Philly loss should really, you know, fault them too much. Because he played really good against them, right? Not like he played bad. The rest of the team didn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. Like, Kevin Durant is, to me, the best player in the league. When I see, like, the overall package, when I'm speaking about, you know, the nitty-gritty things, the detail in his game, he is the most well-rounded player. Like, I know him and Curry have been really dueling it out as the best player this year. But if we're speaking about defense, if we're speaking about like things that, you know, not not all the stats explain, Kevin Durant is the most pure hooper in this game. Uh, 
it's his time. It's really his time. And I wanted to ask you, like, you know, it got really chippy between Embiid and Durant. And uh, Embiid said, if there's one player I think that's probably more talented than me, it's definitely him. What do you think of the chippiness and like that? I like that. Honestly, I like the chippiness. I just wish Embiid never said anything after. I wish he just left it until their next matchup. I wish he was like, oh, I'll just see him next time we play. You know what I mean? But the yeah. respect level is there because KD is definitely more skilled than Embiid. But I don't want Embiid to disrespect LeBron like that because LeBron. You mean KD? No, I mean, no, I'm saying like LeBron. Like he said the only player skilled in him is KD. Okay, Le- you know okay, what I'm saying? Okay. LeBron okay. is LeBron very skilled. Yeah. Okay, I got what you're saying. LeBron's got the whole package, bro, right? So it's like. Um, but no, honestly, I like the chippiness. And I, I really want to see the matchup in the playoffs because Brooklyn doesn't like Brooklyn doesn't have an answer for Embiid. And Philly doesn't have an answer for KD. So it's going to be who can dominate the game more and kind of, you know, take yeah. control of that. So I think that would be a crazy matchup. That. And honestly, that was a great game to watch. I circled that matchup from, like, when we did the power rankings last week. I was like, yo, this is a big game. Um, I didn't expect honestly, Philly to win, man. But the other guys are honestly, stepping up. To this date, that's my favorite game I've watched this yeah, year. Yeah, it was and a it wasn't sick the game. game. But it, it was just the taunting after. Yeah. The feeling I got, like, watching the game, like, I really felt it. And it was on Brooklyn's home court. I really felt Embiid's pettiness. Embiid <laughs> so. was, like, waving him off the court. I'm loving it. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Embiid, man. He should be in the MVP ranking. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, yeah, Stephen sure. Curry at number three. They still have the best record in the NBA. But Steph is not shooting, like, the ball well, right? One of their games got postponed. He's been shooting like 42% on the season, less than 40% from three. Like, if you look up, okay, the, the difficulty of shots that Steph takes makes him the best shooter of all time. But when you look at the percentages this season, it's actually one of his lowest years recently. And there's a lot of people shooting the ball better than him, including KD, right? So it's like, even Le- I, LeBron is like right right beside him in terms of three-point percentage. So um, I'm not really too mad at Steph, though, because he's been playing so well. I think the NBA defenses have kind of said, okay, we're going to let everybody else beat us. I'm not going to trust Jordan Poole. I'm not going to trust Wiggins. I'm not trusting Draymond shooting threes. We're just going to double, triple team Steph and let the rest of the Warriors beat us. And it's kind of been working for some teams. So also they've been dealing with the protocols. So can't really fault them with that as well. But Steph has been the best player on their team. He is their MVP. Just some other guys have been playing a little bit better right now. Um, don't count him out because he can go crazy, Right. Um, I think the other thing, too, is that Steph was in the MVP race last year, kind of how LeBron should be right now. But Steph's numbers last year were also way better than they were this year. Like, if you compare his last year numbers versus this year numbers, I think that's a difference in him not getting MVP because last year he was putting up, like, I think 33 a game on better percentages. They just weren't winning as many games, right? Now the Jordan Pools have stepped up. The Andrew Wiggins, Draymond's been there. So they have a tough matchup against Utah tonight as well. Um, and I think Utah is actually going to win that game only because Draymond's not playing. So that's going to yeah. kind of hurt his stock. Unless he could pull off a 50-point Steph game and reshoot, like, you know, recatalog himself as number one. So it's po- anything's possible. Yeah. Uh, I like Steph Curry a bit down at number three because I think the critics uh, and the writers of the NBA have caught on to Golden State's success outside of Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've we've always said we don't want to disrespect Steph. His worst is a lot of players' best. Uh, but, you know, it, when we're talking about the MVP, uh, this is one award and it's the most competitive. And as much as, you know, him drilling 3,000 three-pointers and, you know, all his shine, like he deserves all the credit. 
But when we're speaking about who is playing the best this mm-hmm. year, there are players just the, doing more and giving more to their teams, and we can't ignore it, right? Like, I don't even know if I did agree with, like, necessarily Giannis over Steph overall this season, but I see why Giannis's stock went up more and Steph's stock went down just based on what he means to his team, mm-hmm. right? So uh, shout out to Steph Curry. Uh, but you know the Warriors have been doing phenomenal outside of Steph Curry, and Steph Curry's game just complements uh, the supporting cast. I think the interesting thing is that Curry has he's only shot fifty percent or better from the field in two of his last ten games. So yeah. I and that that hurts big time because you have guys like Giannis and KD going on streaks of 60 percent from the field, right? And like LeBron too. LeBron's numbers have been wild in terms of efficiency. So. Um, and, yeah. this, and this next guy is still a problem. Like, Jokic is... He's been yeah. playing really well, man. The Warriors did not have an answer for him in that matchup. Um, yeah, that was impressive. 18 rebounds, 22 points. Like, he missed that um, that shot to go ahead. Like, he threw a really bad turnover. He missed a shot, turnover for them to go ahead and close the game off. Comes back down and gets a block on the game-winning play to seal the deal against the Warriors. I was really looking forward to their second matchup, but it ended up getting postponed due to protocols. Um, I'm looking forward to them playing the Warriors again because they have no they have no answer for him. Dude, Jokic is like the sneakiest athletic guy in the NBA because he's averaging 14 rebounds a game. And you can't even jump like that. You don't see him dunking on people. You don't see him getting these crazy chase down blocks. But he just knows where to position himself on the offensive defensive glass and he just knows how to gobble up the rebounds man 14 rebounds a game for like a guy that's not that he doesn't look that athletic is impressive man so i'm cool with him at number four um the guys above him have done too much this season ahead of him to kind of be yeah for me i mean him and Giannis could be in the same category for me but not really though only because the bucks have a way better record Denver's yeah. record is not the same, right? But when in terms of most valuable to their team, you see what happens when Jokic doesn't play. Denver sucks. They fall off a cliff. So, Yeah, this is the most conflicting part of the MVP ladder this week. Just because Jokic is so good, he genuinely deserves to be at first. You know, if they had Jamal Murray or even Michael Porter Jr., if they had even one of those stars at full strength on top of what they had, I'm sure his campaign would have been boosted. Way better. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, his team situation is hindering him, but it doesn't change that when he's on the floor, he is, you know, as good as KD, as good as Steph, uh, as good as Giannis. You know, he is that guy. You know, he's he's up there. Yes. And we've spoken about earlier how the media plays, downplays him just because he's not, like, the most interesting character in the NBA or, you know, not the most, like, out there, but... You know, I read something today and like when Jokic first started playing in the league, uh, his like his fitness was a huge problem for him. I saw that for him, like for him to stop drinking stuff like Coke every day. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he he said himself like he didn't want to play like he wanted to go home. Right. And just to see how he's adjusted his body, even though he's not the most athletic, he's found a way to like kind of accept himself and, you know, use that to his advantage. And I love to see him, you know, flourish. And to be honest, I would love to see Jokic higher in this race. I want to see how the media plays the role. Like, because, yo, if Denver makes the playoffs and even they get like a top five seed, 
I think Jokic should be a top three candidate. Yeah, no, I agree with that 100%. Like, his IQ is off the charts, and he's very important to them, right? And then I see the next guy that they put at number five, and then I'm like, bro, like, this guy's not even close to the four above him in terms... No, but it's true, right? Like, Utah, Utah is the third best record in the West. Gobert has been playing good, 15 rebounds a game, 15 and a half points, two and a half blocks, like... The, honestly, though, for me, if I had to pick anybody from Utah, I would probably put Donovan Mitchell. Like, if I had to pick one of them in the top 10, I would put Donovan Mitchell over Gobert. Um, they've been playing really well. It's just that, you know, he, he's the anchor of their defense until the playoffs comes, and then he's the reason why they lose. <laughs> no, but it's true, right? Like, it's been the same for, like, the last five years. Like, you know, you, you get him in a pick and roll, and whatever, Steph Curry, Chris Paul, any point guard, shooting guard, just attack them one on one and they score. So um, I'm not really like crazy about it. It's good to see him get the respect for him to be in the top five. But like, if you look at that list after him, the Chris Pauls, the James Hardens, the DeRozans, the Embiid's, the LeBrons, you know what I mean? I feel like yeah. there's guys. He's playing well. He deserves to be in the top ten. But I think there's guys that should be in his spot at number five. That should be in the conversation. That's all I'm saying. I'm so tired of Gobert. I'll be honest with you. It feels like, even, like you know what I mean? Even though he didn't ask for this, it feels like he's whining. Yeah, it feels he like does. he's whining being at number five. But he's and not. Complaining. <laughs> you know what I mean? I he, like, that's how much he bothers me. But he's such a good player, right? Yeah. He plays good defense. And, you know, that's why he's number five. But, you know, one thing, a big reason I really don't like this is because Donovan Mitchell is blazing hot right now. He's been now. on Jordan fire, Clarkson bro. Blazing hot right crazy. now. But Donovich is playing really well. So it's like he's not you know the what? main guy on their team. Yeah. That they're winning games. The whole team is playing well. Exactly. Utah has the best exactly. offense in the NBA. So it's like. So when I see names like DeMar DeRozan, Joel Embiid, Zach Levine, you know what I mean? Like for me. Like the LeBron James. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? John Morant. Come on. Like what what John Morant all week, bro. I know. Cooking your favorite teams, bro. Like Lakers, like like well, Suns. that guy. Come on. Like I know. how is Gobert here? Like uh, like respectfully. Like I, I, I love Gobert. If you're playing fantasy, you're loving owning him. But you know, like if we're talking about this race and what people mean to their teams, yeah. as much as Gobert is important, like I just feel like there are players contributing more to their team and their value on their team has to be highlighted more than someone like Gobert. Bro, so there, there's videos of there's videos of Chris Broussard and like all these analysts saying that DeRozan was one of the worst signings of the offseason. And he's been like one of the best signings of the offseason. He had a one-legged game winner. Like, yeah. We're going to talk about the next five. Honestly, though... I really, I'm really, really upset to not see LeBron in the top 10. It is coming, though, because that media, that narrative is going on Twitter and whatnot. Um, the Lakers just suck, right? Like, if LeBron wasn't there, they probably wouldn't even have won seven games a season because they are terrible without him, right? Um, LeBron's also been playing well against really shitty teams. On If you look at it on the flip side, I get it. He's 37 numbers are off the charts the 40 point game the other night like yeah. dunking on everybody getting chased down blocks i get it but he's been doing it against the houston's the portland's you know even the nets aren't the greatest def- like they're okay defensively but like it's just he should be in the top 10 um i'm not mad at the chris paul drop because he's had a couple bad games we've lost against memphis boston celtics like he's shot yeah. he's shot eight for 27 in his last three games so he doesn't deserve to still be in the top five 
Um, and Booker's been playing really well as well. So mm-hmm. I'm not really mad at that. I think DeRozan should be at number five or Joel Embiid for me. DeRozan or Embiid has to be at number five instead of Gobert. And that list is a little bit better for me. Because, man, DeRozan has just been... He's been on a tear. And Embiid is the best center in the NBA, in my opinion, right? So if Jokic is getting that kind of love on the Denver side, I think Embiid should get it on the Philly side. Just Philly has a better supporting cast, right? So you see what I'm saying, though? If that's the argument for Embiid not being there because he has a better team around him and the Seth Currys and the Tobias and all those guys are playing well, why is Gobert there? Get what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, so. you know, this this race is only going to get more challenging because the only reason Jimmy Butler just dropped out was because he was injured, injured. and had COVID, not because of his play. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he just dropped 37 uh, his first game back. I know. You know, you know he's going to come in blazing hot. Devin Booker, he's been torching hot. John Morant. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. It's going to be a tough James. race going forward. It's heating up. This is so aggressive. You know, DeMar DeRozan, arguably this is his best season. You know, like he's really playing with a chip on his shoulder. We haven't even spoken about James Harden, who just came back into form. KD's you know? too nice, though. <laughs> That's okay. But, you know, as, as long as we see traces of old Harden and yeah. he's putting up those, like, yo, crazy doubles, stat lines, playing defense and winning games, all the combination of those three – he will, his name will be mentioned. The difference I mean? with James Harden is that, like, normally his triple doubles translate to wins. It's not like Westbrook when you get them and you lose by 30. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the, when he has a triple double, the Nets are winning games. Yeah, because um, he's, he's actually giving they, assists off the yeah. goals and, Bro, like, you know, really making impact. He's tied, like he's tied with Chris Paul to lead the league in assists now out of nowhere. He came out of nowhere and has been dropping 15. 14, 13 assists. Yeah, that's so. actually very respectable. He uh, added that to the game. He he didn't have that in his game when he came into the At the, the beginning. Well, yeah, I, of course. At the beginning of the season either, he wasn't snapping like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one other thing I was going to say, but now I can't. Oh, what I was going to say was is that I think we've kept it consistent and like, you know, ESPN and all the big media guys are all like, Stafford after the first four weeks, six weeks of the season, he's the clear-cut favorite to win MVP. No, he's not. It's a long race. And right, um, Matt and I have said multiple times that this race is going to change and don't place all your bets on one person right away because so many things can happen during the season between all of these players. And the NBA is too stacked with talent where it's one or two or just three guys competing yes. for it. The top, remove Gobert, insert DeRozan, Embiid. Uh, the top six guys all have a very good chance of winning the MVP. So even LeBron still has a chance if they go on a 10-15 game win streak. How do you count them out, right? LeBron did that last year too where he came back. They ended up having a really good chance. So um, I'm okay with Giannis at number one. I still think KD's still my MVP, but he missed the last three games. But it is what it is. I love what you said. This year is going to be different than a lot of previous years. It's not really one or two players like before where you really saw like, okay, it's KD this year. It's Westbrook this year. It's Harden this year. You know, it's not like two players going back and forth. Even though we saw Steph Curry and KD have a back and forth, this is so tight. Like there's really genuinely 10 players in this race. There's 10 real competitors in this race. John Moran has a case too. Yeah, you know what I mean? There's players in the back end who can really come in and make an impression and make a big impact. So uh, I think there's a balance in this league between young players, veterans. Uh, You know, there's a lot of good players. So uh, I'm really happy because, you know, at Courtside Talk, we love to see the competitiveness, right? It gives us 
uh, more content to speak about and debate. For sure. Uh, aside from that, we'll be back with the power ranking soon next week and then uh, probably a mid-season NBA update coming soon as well. So stay tuned for that. We will catch yes, you guys sir. in the next one. Peace. We're out.